Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Oh, what a convenient time. What a convenient time to drop a tactical nuke of a report about the FBI and Spygate. Just drop that. Let's make pretend the media is not going to pick it up. But not here. Not here where we're on this stuff. Yes, you may have missed it yesterday. A new report out about just phenomenal malfeasance in the whole spying operation on Trump. I want to get to that. The BS media narrative alerts. What the left is really up to right now and how dangerous this is. And possibly a hilarious story about this knucklehead. I may tell if he doesn't delete this tweet, which is really, really funny. Today's show is sponsored by... Oh, yeah, Joe already knows. ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a right to online privacy. Protect your online privacy today by going to Express. VPN.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Well, I'm doing pretty good, man. Just looking forward to all the topicality and the cool discussions. Well, I know. Yeah, Joe's praying I tell this story because it's quite hilarious. It's quite funny. hilarious. How liberals are. Nutty. And I'm going to give you one other thing. I'm going to give you a collage. You may have to go to my Twitter to get it. Maybe Paula can put it up on the email, on the website or Matt somewhere. I'm going to give you a collage of media headlines that is going to drive your liberal friends and media friends nuts. Don't go anywhere. All right. We have some uh, sponsors today. Today's show brought to you by Omaha Steaks. You're staying home. There's never been a better time to stock up on Omaha Steaks. We had them two nights ago. They were absolutely delicious, delectable. They deliver the world's best steaks and a huge variety of family favorites without leaving home. Right now, the Omaha Steaks limited time stock up stale sale, excuse me, is available for our listeners to help your family stock up on the delicious food you know you love. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the promo code Bongino into the search bar. This is what you'll get. You'll get free shipping on orders of $69, and there's a variety of ready-to-ship stock-up boxes available right now. These packages are perfect for families, and they're ready to head straight to your door with free shipping. Stock-up boxes include, look, that's ours right there. That's our kitchen floor. <laughs> Beautiful collection of delectable meats and surprises. World-famous Omaha steaks are naturally aged to tenderness and trimmed to perfection. You can cut them with a butter knife. Easy. They have premium poultry and, and pork cut by Omaha Steaks butchers and individually sealed for freshness and flavor. Tasty and easy to make side dishes, no work family meals for your slow cooker and oven, skillet meals ready in 15 minutes or less, artisan desserts, and much, much more. Stock up boxes ready to ship on shipments of $69 or more. You get free shipping. Omaha Steaks delivers guaranteed quality and safety as you stock up on the things you need. Don't forget the food you love. It's a fifth-generation family-owned company with 100 years of expertise in delivering perfectly aged, delicious, all-American, grain-fed finished beef. My mouth is watering now. That's hand-cut by master butchers in the heartland of America. Every Omaha Steaks order is flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice. It's fresher than fresh. Folks, there's never been a better time to stock up on Omaha Steaks. The stock up sale is going on right now with ready-to-ship packages and free shipping on uh, orders of $69 or more. Go to omahasteaks.com. Omahasteaks.com. Type Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O in the search bar. Go shop today. All right, Joe, let's go. Ah, my ears are ringing. Oh, my gosh, mine too. <laughs> Folks, I can't warn you enough about the severity of this situation I have been telling you about. Amen. I'm going to get to all the stuff. Don't worry, the Horowitz is a packed Newsday. Today's show may go a little bit long. But the Democrats are already getting ready to ramp up their political, their next political attack on Donald Trump. I'm not kidding. You don't, listen, don't take my word for it. Because you know how the liberal lunatics that watch this station, they monitor it. They said they're paid to watch this station. The, the goofballs at Media Matters, they have a bunch of like teenage bloggers that sit in their mommy's basements and watch shows like this. I'm not kidding. Don't take my word for it. Just look at the headlines and put two and two together yourself. Here's an NBC News headline yesterday about how Pelosi is already ramping up the investigations into Donald Trump. We're in the middle of a financial, economic, and healthcare crisis. And this is what Pelosi is wasting her limited time on. Joe, NBC News. Mm -hmm. Informal discussions begin on a 9-11-style commission on coronavirus response by the Trump team. Here's this is a subheadline. Yeah. The preliminary talks, Joe, are about a look at the response and are taking place mostly amongst Democrats for now. Shocker. Shocker. Mostly amongst Democrats. Now, again, mm -hmm. I I was having this conversation with mm -hmm. the Paulita this morning. 
You have got, most of you are good at this. Some of you are really good. Some of you are learning it now. And some of our new listeners are going to get good at it quickly. You have got to learn to pick apart the Democrat BS and the narrative. Remember, the Democrats and the media are never telling you the story. There is a story out there based on facts and data about what's going on. That's not what they're telling you. They're trying to tell you a story, otherwise known as a narrative. Mm-hmm. It's usually fictional. The story now they're setting you up for is the Donald Trump team was totally asleep at the wheel and people died. The narrative is going to be Trump lied, people died. After the old Bush lied, people died. Right. They just replaced it. They're not even smart enough to invent new taglines. Now, have you noticed lately a bunch of Democrat politicians? I got some video of Ted Lieu and some other media people later are already starting to pin this on Trump and Fox News and us right wingers. Oh, my gosh. We played down the threat and people died as mm-hmm. if they had information we didn't while China was lying about the severity of the threat. Have you noticed this? Have you also noticed that a lot of Democrats, if you start to search around Twitter and media people, even this Al Jazeera nut they had on Twitter yesterday, are starting to make analogies to, oh my gosh, Joe, more people are dying from the coronavirus than 9-11. Oh, geez, what the Louise. Hell? It's yeah. I know. It's gross. I'm serious. I know it. I Again, I don't prep oh, Joe for this. Uh, you know, this know, hey, disgusting. Joe, respond in a really weird way to make it. Mm. It's, of course it is. Totally, completely unrelated events. They oh have my. nothing to do with one another. One was a terror attack. This is an outbreak of a pandemic that originated in Wuhan, China. They have nothing to do with one another. They're not even remotely related. So why would a bunch of liberal commentators start making the analogy out there? And you just saw in NBC News, kind of like a 9-11 commission. Because they're already softening you up with body punches for their new narrative again, Mm -hmm. that this is all Trump and right-wing media's fault. None of it's actually true. None of that. This is is the fault of the Chinese government that refused to tell the world about the severity of the threat coming their way. But liberals never miss an opportunity, Joe. Never miss an opportunity to tell you a story not the story. And they are going to use this opportunity. You're not going to want to miss this next section I got coming up of exactly what their battle plan is going forward to leverage this crisis, to crush you. Do not miss a second of today's show. They are already plotting the investigations and potential subsequent leveraging of the crisis for legislation to crush you. Don't take my word for it. Just read the headlines. You don't believe me that they're already prepping? It's not just Trump. They're not going to just pin this on Trump. Trump did it, Joe. Right. Despite the fact that they were calling his travel plan because he acted yeah. early on the intelligence he was getting. Despite the fact they were calling it xenophobic and racist and attacking Trump for banning people potentially infected with this, uh, in some cases, deadly virus from China. They were calling him an idiot and mm-hmm. a racist for doing it. This is all going to be retconned. In other words, they're going to rewrite history with the compliant acolytes, media sycophants, who, by the way, Joe, I'm going to show you also in a a collage in a minute, I need you to share everywhere, Mm -hmm. some media people who were playing down the threat. Oh, this isn't a big deal. Don't you worry. Oh, yes, I've got everything for you, all the tools you need. Don't you worry one bit. Don't worry. They'll pretend these headlines aren't real either. Google every one of them. You can see the article still up today. Before we get to that, let's play the absolutely hapless, discredited hoaxer, conspiracy theorist, liar, Ted Lieu, Uh, How he got into Congress, I still can't figure out. This is a man um, not respected with anyone above an IQ in the triple digits. Um, This is a guy who has been on the wrong side of just about every... He's been caught lying about the collusion hoax, the Ukraine hoax, the quid pro quo hoax. Ted's not a particularly bright guy. Um, Of all the not bright guys, he's one of the least bright up in Congress. Of course, Ted's a Democrat. That goes without saying, unfortunately, with the Hill often when it comes to this not bright guy conversation. But Ted was on MSNBC already prepping you for the next narrative that it's Trump and Fox News that did this. And I'm going to tell you why they're doing this and their battle plan. But listen to Ted's dopey comments about Fox. And then listen to the host. I don't even know this guy's name. I think it's Ari Melber. I'm not sure. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I honestly don't know the guy's name, but I've seen him before. I don't watch MSDNC. 
But watch the host then parrot Ted Lou's talking points about a minute long and then double down that Fox, yeah, insinuates that they made a call. They may have caused some public threat. Listen to this garbage. To give them the truth. And one other thing I want to add is when you look at these press conferences, if you were watching MSNBC, today would not have been surprising. If you watch Fox News, today's press conference may have been surprising to you because networks like Fox just kept giving false information, misleading information to many Americans, and uh, they really should have apologized for what they did. Well, I think you speak to, Congressman, the the role of perception and information in this. Uh, Dr. Osterholm, that does seem different. In other words, if Americans want to hold vastly different views of the world, even counterfactual, uh, there are a whole range of topics where that may not hurt anyone. Right out of the congressional you, toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead, Did Dan. you catch I, it? Joe, did I, you catch it at the end? Yeah. Yeah. There's the MSDNC host. Again, don't know the man's yes. name. Don't care to. He says, listen, Joe, let me translate what he said. We yeah, need bro. an MSDNC translator, too, like, yeah. the, like the Nunes. But the Nunes translators actually translate real information. Let's translate the BS into what he's really saying. Right. Hey, you're allowed to have an opinion here, maybe. But because Fox folks may have had an alternate opinion based on the information they had, an opinion that was widespread in the media, they may have caused a public threat. Joe, maybe yeah. there should be some legislation or someone should do something. You get the wink and the nod? Right on, you get it? Right on the money. Yeah. Do this is from a media outlet, MSDNC, that promoted the Ukraine hoax, the collusion hoax. Remember the, the Moscow Maddow tax uh -huh. return show? Yeah. We got yeah. Trump's tax returns. They find out he gave more to charity than the MSNBC host. Hilarious. Hilarious. This is from MSDNC. Fox is a public safety threat. Oh, bro. Again, I'm going to get to what they're really up to, but I want to show you, please, I, I'm not trying to like get Twitter. If I rarely mention yeah. my Twitter on the show, unless it's necessary, but go to my Twitter. If you'd like this photo, again, I'll try to put it up somewhere on the website today, please. This collage I found out there on Twitter of liberal headlines. Now, before I put, wait, don't put it up yet. Remember the liberal narrative. Again, it's a story. It's not the story. The liberal narrative is Trump, Fox News, and conservatives told everyone, don't you worry about this threat. The conservatives lied and their media people and people died. We need a 9-11 commission. They conveniently leave out that it was China that was lying about the severity of the threat. And because of that, Nobody knew how dangerous it was. Oh, you don't believe me? Now, if you want to watch, I'll read some for our audio listeners. If you want to watch and see the collage, go to youtube.com slash Bongino or my Twitter. I'm at dbongino and you can actually see the photo, save it, and please send it and tweet it to your liberal friends and watch them melt down. Why? Because if their media gods, overlords, and golden calves were tweeting out and saying the same thing in the early days, the Trump administration and other media outlets were saying, hey, don't panic. We don't know enough yet. It kind of destroys their stupid story that Trump lied, people died. No, no. Where they go, nobody knows. The land of the left socks and Ren and Stimpy. Look at this collage. <laughs> Let me read some of these headlines from their media overlords. The Daily Beast, the virus killing U.S. kids, isn't the one dominating the headlines. National interest, forget the coronavirus. The flu pandemic of 1918 killed more people in one year than all of World War II. Here's another one. Relax. Coronavirus is less dangerous than the flu, says an epidemic expert. National Post, new coronavirus may be more dangerous than the flu, despite worldwide alarm, experts say. We have this HCP Live, the fear of the coronavirus and the reality of the flu. Here's another one. Why are we panicked uh, about the coronavirus and, and all calm about the flu? Here's Snopes doing a fact check on it. Here's the AP, AP, Associated Press. Is the new virus more deadly than the flu? Not exactly. Whoa. Here's another headline from Wired. We should de-escalate the war on the coronavirus. Here's CNN. As the coronavirus spreads, fear is fueling racism and xenophobia. Ladies and gentlemen, there are more. If you're watching on YouTube, you've seen there are almost double what I just read. Send that photo to all of your liberal friends and their media buddies, ladies and gentlemen. 
You may say, Dan, there are more serious things going on right now. No, there are very serious things going on right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is a multi-front battle. And I am not doing this. I want to be crystal clear because I want to play infantile juvenile games with media idiots who are you know, basically glorified teenage bloggers who know nothing about world affairs, epidemiology, science, or anything else. That's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because people who have legislative power like Ted Lieu and their media sycophantic acolytes like MSDNC guy, who I don't know his name, are going to use their platforms to try and deplatform, get people pulled off Twitter, get platforms like Fox demonetized because they want you to believe that they were the only ones, the liberal media who had the real information and Fox and other people hurt you. They're going to try to get people pulled off the media. Tucker Carlson had a segment on it last night. It is already happening now. Twitter is taking tweets down. Twitter's taking, that's why you got to go to Parler. They're a sponsor. I was, at, full disclosure, they weren't a sponsor when I started on Parler. P-A-R-L-E-R, download the app. They don't silence anything over there as long as it's not against the law or threats. Twitter is actively in the big tech business right now of silencing any opposition and going forward, this is going to be the reason. That's the reason I'm doing this. I want to be crystal clear. It requires you to believe in the general public to fall prey to a narrative that the liberal media was all over this sounding the alarm. When I clearly showed you the headlines, they were saying the opposite. They were unsounding the alarm and calling Trump a racist to make you believe that Fox, the conservative ecosystem and Trump were a public threat because Mm -hmm. they were saying something different. They were not. They were saying things that were worse. Don't worry. The flu's a bigger problem. Trump's a racist. Don't you worry. Mm Mm-hmm. Do not let this go. Do not let this go. Textbook tyrannical tactics, my man. Textbook. I'm going to play Joy Reid in a minute, too. Joy Reid, Tucker's always right. Yes, you're right. You leverage a crisis to whittle away people's civil liberties and lie to them and gaslight them and tell them a story. We were on top of this from the start. Trump dropped the ball. Trump lied. People died. 9-11 style commission. I'm going to play to you Joy Reid in a minute doing the classic, what Tucker Carlson says, liberal tactic, and he's right all the time. The liberal tactic of accusing the other side of what you're doing. But before I get to that, my quick, this is three reasons we're in real legitimate trouble right now. Why the left is going to use this crisis for these things that are coming and you need to be on the ball. I'll get to the porculous bill in a second, but liberals are now openly advocating for more big government power. You've seen it. You've seen liberals in the state of Florida who are furious that the excellent governor down here, Ron DeSantis, refuses to close down the state despite the fact that the Wuhan virus is largely an issue, a bigger issue, I should say. It's an issue everywhere in Florida, but it's an issue largely down south based on the number of infections. They're furious. Why? Liberals want them to shut down the state because they see a convenient political attack in a swing state where they can get a Republican governor out of office. That's the only, this, believe me when I tell you, they can, the liberals have not, this is all, they want big government, police state powers. Shut it down. They don't care if you're bankrupted. They don't care about the restaurant owner, the arcade owner, the bowling alley owner, the shoe repair owner, the dry cleaner. You, your livelihood be damned. If your area, the panhandle, whatever it is, doesn't have mass infections, they want you bankrupted too. They don't care. They want you accepting big government power. They want private businesses done and they want to expand the welfare state. This is just the perfect opportunity for them. Here's number two. They see an unprecedented opportunity for big government spending and resetting baselines. President Trump, I'm begging you, please, please, Be savvy to what's going on here. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a supporter of the president, but not everything is right all the time. This is a bad idea. I supported the bridge loans to small businesses to keep them alive. The government shut down their businesses. I understand the unemployment payments right now too. Period, full stop. No disclaimer, no asterisk. The 25 million to the Kennedy Center, All of this pork laid in the bill and talk of a phase four infrastructure project. No, no. What is going to happen here? They are going to reset the government budget through massive government spending. 
from three and a half to four trillion to four and a half to five trillion and any future cuts. They're not cuts, just resets back to where we were before the crisis show are going to be called what by the liberals? Draconian cuts. Draconian. Mm -hmm. We can't cut government now. Please do not fall prey to this. No phase four. Let's let this $2 trillion bill. I just explained to you on yesterday's show and Monday's show how the government is now going to be the biggest loan manager, the, have the biggest loan portfolio to private business in the history of humankind. Right, right. Please stop. Please. I'm begging you. Time out. No phase four. Please understand what the Democrats are doing. I'm going to show you an article in the Wall Street Journal later in the show. Two, how Pelosi's using phase four, this infrastructure bill, to do everything but phase four. Please do not fall prey to this. I'm sorry, but Massey was onto something. The Republican congressman. He knew something was up. Finally, three-part plan. They want you comfortable with police state powers. Just watch. Just watch them. Don't take my for it. Just watch what they're doing. Liberals are crushing DeSantis down here. Meanwhile, the business owners love them. Second, they want you comfortable with big government spending for a new baseline. Eddie Koch, draconian. Mm -hmm. Part three, they are so eager, ladies and gentlemen, to get you comfortable with the suppression of free speech. There will be in the coming weeks and months massive pressure on big tech, Google, Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Unit, YouTube, everyone to crush the free speech of conservatives under the guise of what, Joe? They misled people in a yeah. crisis and people died. I'm telling you, they told us in... Manor school. I never went to manor school. It was my mom's school. It was kind of a homeschool effort. My mom told me in her de facto manor school, don't ever point at people. I have to do it now. Don't, don't, don't for a second underestimate what I'm telling you and don't sideline it. There will be a massive coordinated online push between liberal activist groups, morons like Ted Lieu and other Democrats up in Congress to squelch any opposing ideas. Fox, me, everyone. Bank on it and watch them play along. Told you I get to Joy Reid. Here is again the Joy Reid. Remember Joy Reid who wrote all those blogs and was like, I'm not sure someone hijacked my blog. The FBI should investigate. Yeah, that Joy Reid. Joy Reid was just <laughs> right. a, really a silly person. I mean, no one, again, with an IQ in the triple digits takes Joy Reid seriously, but that's for another show. Liberals always always accuse you of what they're doing themselves. Trump colluded with the foreign government. Actually, it's Hillary who paid a foreign intelligence officer to get information from Russians on Trump. Oh, no, 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 you guys colluded. That's what they do. Why do they do it, Joe? Because hapless buffoons like Joy Reid and the media who have platforms, unbelievably, you have to be an idiot to listen to Joy Reid. Hapless buffoons like Joy Reid parrot these talking points. Listen to this segment on Joy Reid. This is Joy Reid accusing the president of trying to institute national monarchy and a tyranny, despite the fact that the same liberals were the ones yelling at the president for not calling for a national shutdown. This is amazing. Listen to Joy Reid. Check this out. Now, on this show yesterday, constitutional law professor Lawrence Tribe of Harvard University confirmed what we suspected all along, that Cuomo was right and Trump had no constitutional authority to claim he could quarantine whole states. And right on cue, Trump almost immediately backed down, tweeting that he has advised the CDC to issue a travel warning, but that he had determined a quarantine will, quote, not be necessary. Not necessary? Man, try not legally possible. But go off, apprentice guy, go off. Of course, it's hardly news that Trump has always had designs on reigning as a monarch with unlimited power rather than serving as a mere president in a democracy. But with the country facing an unprecedented public health crisis, what lengths might he, 
backed by an attorney general whose writings and actions point to a fundamental belief in an all-powerful presidency, at least when the would-be king is a Republican, what lengths might Trump go to to expand his power under the guise of national security? <laughs> what is that? What? This is hilarious. This is absolutely hilarious. People take these people seriously. These are the same hosts, these liberal media ecosystem lunatics, who when President Trump enacted a perfectly legal and constitutional travel ban from a region of the world infected with a deadly virus, called them a racist, called them a racist, who are now changing their... He underreacted. Wait, I thought you called him a racist. No, no, we have to change the story. Now he lied and people died. He should have instituted a cosmic travel ban. No one from Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, huh. anywhere, anywhere. Nobody should have. These are, can you even follow this anymore? So first you were mad that Trump overreacted because he enacted a totally constitutional executive travel ban. Nobody questions. You said he overreacted. In other words, he overreacted and acted like a tyrant. Now your new narrative is Trump and Fox News underreacted and didn't do enough. In other words, Joe, they didn't mm -hmm. act like enough of a tyrant. Mm -hmm. And then Trump considers a quarantine, a travel ban for people infected. Then Lawrence Tribe, Nancy Pelosi's buddy, by the way, remember yesterday's show? Lawrence Tribe, now he's back to being a tyrant again. It, 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 we are going totally... Reagan from The Exorcist right now. You know the head? Obviously, <laughs> I can't do it. Remember Reagan's head? I'm probably dating myself from the kids who haven't seen The Exorcist. Don't watch it. Very frightening. The head. Ooh, remember that? This. If you can't keep your head on straight, neither could Reagan and neither can Joy Reid. He's a tyrant with his travel ban. He wasn't enough of a tyrant. He lied and people died. He didn't do enough. Now, Trump's a monarch. He's doing too much. I can't. I just. I, I. I can't. I can't. I. 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 Oh, oh man. What are you gonna do, folks? If you listen to the show on terrestrial <laughs> or digital, please subscribe to our YouTube. I mean, I get a lot of good feedback on uh, these. Are not we don't uh, we don't have like a script for the show? Like Dan, act surprised. Joe, say something funny. The great yeah. part about the show is there's no teleprompter. I have a teleprompter, but I'm just literally looking at myself right now. There's no script for this show. Here's my script. There it is, right here. My notes. I think a lot of you like the show because you probably feel like I do. You can't, you, you can't believe these people are so stupid. Like, we're going to forget what they said just a few weeks ago. No, they do think you're that stupid. They do. All right, let me get to my second sponsor because I got a lot of news. I still haven't even touched this just bombshell report yesterday. Conveniently launched right during the outbreak of the Wuhan virus in the United States. Wow, that's kind of strange, isn't it? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, stamps.com, stamps.com. We would be lost without stamps.com. Listen, we can't, we have no time to go to the post office. We just don't. We don't. We need to avoid the crowds. It's tough parking over there. It's a real pain. It's far from my house. You want to stay away from crowds right now, but if you need to go to the post office, what are you going to do? Well, what if you need postage? What if you have to send out letters and packages? What if you own a home business? What if you own a big business? Well, don't worry. Stamps.com has you covered now. Anything you can do with the post office, you can do with Stamps.com. Print postage on demand and skip those long lines and crowds at the post office. Plus, you can actually save some money with discounts you can't even get at the post office. Fact. Stamps.com brings all of the services to the post office right to your computer in the safety and comfort of your own home, office, or anywhere else you're hunkering down right now. You have a small business sending invoices and online seller shipping out products. You're just working from home and you need to mail stuff. Stamps.com, this is the time for you. They can handle all of this easily. We use it here. We love it. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once your mail is ready, just leave it for your mail carrier, schedule a free package pickup, or drop it in the mailbox. No human contact required. It is really that simple. And like I said, with stamps.com, you get great discounts too. Five cents off every first class stamp, but up to 40%. 40, not four, 40%, up to 40% off USPS shipping rates. And now, in addition to offering discounted US Postal Service rates, stamps.com also offers, this is pretty awesome, folks, UPS services. Oh. Yeah, that's right. With discount rates up to 62%. 
Plus, with Stamps.com, you won't even have to pay UPS residential surcharges. That's right. Stamps.com is a no-brainer now. Saves you time, saves you money, and keeps you safe in these crazy times. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage. This is important. And type in Dan, D-A-N. That's stamps.com. Enter Dan. Stay safe, friends. Stay safe. Okay, moving on. So yesterday, while you were occupied, rightfully so, by what's going on with the uh, Wuhan virus from China, Michael Horowitz released uh, the inspector general looking into the whole FBI spying debacle and spying right. released kind of a bombshell little addendum to his story. Now, what's in the story is not surprising to my listeners, so I'm not going to beat it to death. My longer term listeners who have been with me since me and Joe and Paula here were just an audio podcast only before the video. What have we been telling you for a very long time? There have been two things. This is not a celebratory, hey, look at me moment. I just don't want you to think you're wasting your time here. You regular listeners have known for about two or three years that I've told you the weak point in the FBI's story that, hey, we didn't really spy on Trump because it was political. In other words, we didn't target Trump. We didn't spy on a political campaign. What I've been telling you for three years is the weak point was always going to be the Woods procedures. What are the Woods procedures? If you are going to spy on anyone in the FBI, Using the FISA courts, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Courts, you are supposed to follow these procedures called the, called the Woods procedures, which are supposed to document the information you got and then show the collaborating, or I should say corroborating information. I call, forgive me, corroborating information. Total verbal faux pas there. Simple, right? I yeah. want to spy on Joe because I think he's a terrorist working with some foreigner as a foreign agent. I have to put together a spreadsheet type thing according to the Woods procedures. What information I got, someone told me Joe was a terrorist. How did you verify it? I told you from the start. Again, I'm not taking a celebratory lap here. From the start, this was always going to be the weak point because why? Because none of the FBI's information they got about Donald Trump from the dossier and Christopher Steele could be verified according to the Woods procedures. Joe, why? Because it was fake. <laughs> yes. Because it was the PP tape. It was not real. You can't verify the PP tape because there is no PP tape. It was never real. Joe, have we not been saying this for three years? Uh, forever, dude. Yeah. Forever. Joey yeah. doesn't even, Joe doesn't even like hearing about the Woods procedures. The two <laughs> things drive Joe mad. Talking about the Woods procedures and mentioning the book, The Black Swan, which I love. So Woods have we already. Now he's, now he's like, <laughs> yeah. I know. I used to talk <laughs> about that book all the time. They yeah. drive Joe crazy. I like all right, it. enough with the Woods. I told you yeah. the FBI sooner or later was going to have to produce the spreadsheet showing, hey, how'd you verify the PP tape? Uh-oh. Uh, uh, we did PP? There's no other way. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> Look at his story, SarahCarter.com, who's been all over this from day one. Check this doozy out. This will be in the show notes. Read this bad boy. Bongino.com slash newsletter will email you these stories every day. Lawmakers react to scathing IG report on FBI abuses. Quote, absolutely outrageous. Now, to be clear, so you're with me on this. I have no faith lawmakers are going to do anything about this. I, I, right. I want to be crystal clear. I'm not. So don't, please don't email me. Dan, nothing's going to happen. I told you that from the start and you got mad at me then. I'm not sure anything's going to happen because I don't trust anybody anymore. I'm here to give you the facts and information. You deserve it. What happens later, I can't control. I'm not a law enforcement officer or a federal prosecutor. I'm just here to give you the facts. And the facts are they're totally busted now. They're busted. What happens next? I don't know. From the Sarah Carter report. So Horowitz went back, the inspector general looking into this, Joe, and in this new interim report that conveniently just launched yesterday, Joe, mm -hmm. he started looking at the Woods files. Remember, the corroborating evidence for a whole bunch of FISA cases. Hmm. And gosh, what he found should disturb the living mm, out of every single person in this audience who believes in civil liberties, liberals, conservatives, communists, whatever. Quote. In Horowitz's interim report, investigators revealed that they could not review the Bureau's original Woods files for four of the 29 selected FISA applications. Wait, 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 hold on. So they reviewed 29 FISA applications, and in four of them, they couldn't review the Woods file. Why? This is crazy. 
because the FBI couldn't locate them. Holy shit. And in three of these instances, didn't know if they ever existed. What the hell? It goes on. In the audit report sent to FBI Director Ray, Horowitz said, quote, as a result of our audit work to date, and as described below, we do not have confidence that the FBI has executed its Woods procedures in compliance with the FBI policy. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it, it, it gets worse. Now, you can read Sarah Carter's piece. It'll be in my show notes today. Please do. It's wonderful. I have a piece by John Solomon, too. That's very good on this. So Michael Horowitz, the inspector general, essentially our federal internal affairs officer, looking into the FBI's use of the secret FISA courts, where you have to produce a file showing your evidence. Because remember, it's non-adversarial. If the, in other words, what I mean by that, ladies and gentlemen, not to talk law enforcement wonk talk, if I use the FISA courts rather than the traditional courts to spy on Joe, get like a regular mm -hmm. warrant, I get a FISA warrant, Joe is never notified via his lawyer, ever. There is never going to be, prob well, probably never going to be an indictment. Joe will never know. Right. So to prevent the abuse of civil liberties from massive government spying, civil liberties, to prevent that abuse, Woods, in conjunction with Bob Mueller when he was the FBI head, shocker there, created the Woods procedures, a file we should be able to go to to prove that the FBI has information that's real and is spying on people for very real reasons. So Horowitz says, you know, we're looking at this spy gate thing. And I'm not sure Horowitz is our friend here. I want to be crystal clear. Horowitz said, let me look at 29 more cases where we use the FISA courts. Three of these 29 cases in this random sample, three of them, a tenth of them, there was no Woods file at all. So we're just spying on people with no corroborating information on paper at all? Don't worry, Joe. The New York Times has a story for this. And by the way, oh, in the, uh, I didn't goodness. even get this. In one case, they couldn't <sighs> find it. In three, the Woods file didn't even exist. They're pretty sure. And in the other 25 cases, ladies and gentlemen, quote, they found inadequately supported facts. So they had a Woods file with a bunch of information while they were spying on people that was, quote, inadequately supported. No worries, media people. I know you don't do civil liberties type stuff anymore because you're on the road to enacting the police state by attacking Fox and Trump. I get that. You're busy enacting your media type police state, hoping you can suckle from the teat of your Democrat liberal overlords. I get that. But the fact that there's been mass civil liberties abuse on the FBI courts, on the FISA courts by the FBI based on a random sample of just 29 cases. Gosh, I'd hate to see what happens in the other one. But don't worry. The media is here, Joe to save the day. Let Thank me show goodness. you. And hat tip Vince Colonace for turning from a WMAL for turning me on to this early. Wait till you see this one, Joe. Warning <laughs> BS narrative alert. Yeah. The New York Times, you would think, would be horrified by this story. Mass civil liberties abuse, including on the Trump team? No, 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 Joe. Huh? The <laughs> New York Times. Now watch how they change the story. The New York Times has an angle on this. Again, not a pot yourself on the trap moment here. What did I tell you about three, four weeks ago? The new I, audience archive is Judy can find it first. Maybe I'll play the cut, although I never do this. What did I tell you a few weeks ago? The New York Times, when this comes out, because I told you this was going to come out, that the FBI spied on the Trump team, was going to say, don't worry. The FBI spies on everyone. They didn't just target the Trump team. Did I not say it? Did I not? Someone please send me the clip. Someone, I'm begging you. We don't have a big enough staff right now in this crisis to do it. Someone send me the clip a few weeks ago of me telling you that. Sure enough, as if on cue, here's the New York Times saying, don't worry about civil liberties violations against the Trump team. They're screwing everybody over. This is the New York Times. Watch how they changed the article, though. This is unbelievable. Here it is, number one, the New York Times story on this yesterday. The follow-up audit by Horowitz revealed a pattern of sloppiness by the FBI. Don't worry. It's a pattern in using powerful tools to eavesdrop on American soil and national security cases. Listen to this crap. 
again, hat tip Vince Colonies for highlighting this for me. But it also helps the FBI politically. This is real. I'm not making this up. This is in the New York Times original piece yesterday. But it helps the FBI politically because it undercuts the narrative amongst Trump supporters that the Bureau cut corners to surveil the advisor, Carter Page, as part of a politically motivated conspiracy. Holy crikey, what did I tell you? What did I tell you was coming? What did I say? Did I not tell you weeks ago that was going to be, this is the media, this is Mm. hilariously the media, massive civil liberties violations, including on a presidential campaign and potentially the president and the media stories, don't worry, don't worry. They do this to everyone. So there's nothing unusual about them spying on the Trump team. Oh, really? Really? Now, widespread hilarity ensued as the New York Times got mowed down on Twitter. I mean, laughed at and humiliated everywhere for this absurd, infantile effort at gaslighting. Don't worry, America. It wasn't political targeting on the Trump team. You smelly Walmart people. None of that. The FBI screws everyone over with FISA. After the hilarity ensued on Twitter and they got mocked so roundly as being the propaganda artists they are, notice the little kind of edits they made to the piece. They pushed that section, Joe, further down in the piece, maybe hoping people only read the first two paragraphs. And listen to the paragraph I just read, how they edited that. This is the same paragraph. Doesn't sound the same. The follow-up audit of unrelated cases by Michael Harwich revealed a broader pattern of sloppiness by the FBI. Oh, that sounds the same. Oh, here's where it gets a little different. It's seeking permission to use powerful tools to e-drops on American soil and national cases. It comes at a time when Congress is debating new limits on the FISA Act or FISA. That's not how that paragraph read before. No, no, no. And notice, now that it goes on, so they pushed that information. See, they can't eliminate their narrative totally uh-huh. because they're, they're, they're surgically attached their lips to the ass of the Democrat Party. So they push it down further, hoping to stop the mocking that happened on Twitter. And notice how they wordsmith the whole, don't worry, Joe, this is a pattern thing. Notice the wordsmithing that goes on here as they push it down. This is the same article. They edited it. They say, now the finding of, they call it now, Joe, forget the pattern talk. They talk about systemic incompetence. Now it's devastating for the FBI. Now all of a sudden it's devastating. No, it was devastating for you because you got mocked for being idiots. But in the Trump era, the discovery is leavened, leavened, Joe, like leavening bread, by an unusual side benefit for the Bureau. Do you see how they're wordsmithing this now? (laughs) Because they got humiliated trying to celebrate the FBI's political win? Leavened. Do you see what they did there? (laughs) Oh, jeez. <laughs> they thought we wouldn't notice. You picked the wrong guys. You thought I wouldn't notice that one? You thought I missed that. Your little editing process as the New York Times is humiliated again for going full communist Pravda propaganda. Don't worry, America. Don't worry. It wasn't political targeting. The FBI screws everybody up humiliated on Twitter. So they had to edit it and leaven it a little bit, Joe, with systemic leavening. The leavening of the systemic leavening. To hope you didn't notice, they rewrote the article because they were mocked by everyone, again, with an IQ reaching at least triple digits. Let me add something here, too. The obvious point. Obviously, the New York Times is, is Pravda and not a serious news outlet. I mean, that's obvious at this point. I'm not even kidding. I mean, it's just by reading the article yourself. You don't read their words. You don't have to listen to mine. Um, it's a joke. It's not a serious media outlet. It hasn't been for decades. But their story is preposterous. You're yes. suggesting that, and, and let me hat tip 279 on this, my source, who brought up a great point via an email exchange this morning with me. He said, Dan, it's funny how the New York Times, because they're so stupid, can't figure out how they're actually making the argument that this pattern of abuse was the political targeting. Follow me. It's a brilliant point. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. The FBI agents involved in this, Klein Smith, Stroke, Page, Comey, Baker, the whole crew involved in this understood a standard criminal investigation in the traditional court system in the United States against the Trump team would never happen. Why, Joe? Because they had no evidence. They never had evidence. The PP tape and the dossier weren't real. In the standard court system, Trump and his team would get word of an indictment or a complaint drawn up against them. There would be arrests. They'd go into court and what would happen? They'd be laughed out of court. You brought them Mm -hmm. in here because of a PP tape? So the FBI knowing that, ah, you know, we got this FISA system where, hey, we haven't done a Woods file in the past. Nobody's really noticed. Let's just shuttle the situation, the situation, not the guy from the Jersey Shore. Let's just shuttle the situation over to the FISA courts. Let's suggest one of their advisors, Carter Page, is a foreign spy. Therefore, we can get into the FISA courts. Let's produce a fake PP dossier to prove he's a foreign spy. We don't have to worry about the Woods file. Nobody watches that. And look. We can politically target him. It's hilarious that the New York Times wasn't smart enough to figure this out, how their own article makes the case that not only wasn't this not political spying, this was political spying specifically using a system they knew had a pattern of not requiring information to move along in the spying process. Brilliant, brilliant point by the 279er. But he's actually smart and the New York Times are, you know, they're just the New York Times. Totally also, Joe, leaving out the fact that Kevin Kleinsmith, the FBI lawyer, mm-hmm. is alleged to have changed emails about Carter Page working with the CIA to claim mm-hmm. he wasn't That's working right. with the CIA to make him look like a foreign spy so they could get into the FISA course. No, not political at all, Joe. No. Then what was his motivation? What do you know, Carter Page? What did Carter Page owe him $20? I mean, would he beat him up as a kid? <laughs> Steal his tropical fantasy drink? Inside Joe. <laughs> what about Stephen Halper? Why did the FBI put a, 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 a U.S. intelligence asset to target to target the Trump team based on a hoax dossier and the PP tape? Why did they do that? What was the motivation there? Uh, you don't need to listen to me about the motivation. You know, just listen to Michael Horowitz. We played the cut yesterday. You can watch yesterday's show. The inspector general himself, when asked by Lindsey Graham, can you eliminate political bias here as a motive? No, I can't. Don't listen to me. Listen to the facts. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Paula, can you do me a favor? You know that Washington that Wall Street Journal story about the stimulus, porculus, phase four, the salt thing? Can you cue that one up? Ready? I just want to, yeah, let's, I'm, I'm, I'm going a little out of order here because... There's a lot of news, and I promised you I would get to what Nancy Pelosi was really up to. I'm yeah. trying to get the other news. So just roll with me over the next few days. It's a heavy news day, and I'm not doing 24-hour hysteria about the Wuhan virus. I refuse. I had said to you during the Democrats' battle plan going forward, we have the diminution of civil liberties, getting you comfortable with the police state, quarantines and all this stuff, calling out governors for daring to not shut down entire states and bankrupting people. Second, getting you comfortable with bigger government spending. And third, the the crushing of free speech using big tech and otherwise and potential legislation later and blaming Fox and Trump. They misled you. When it was if they if, if they thought the information they had was misleading, why was the media putting it out themselves? On that point, too, getting you comfortable with bigger government spending, please, I'm begging you to email your congressmen and your and your and women and senators, please. No phase four. This is not a stimulus. It's a Band-Aid. I get what happened before. The pork was unacceptable. This phase four will be a disaster. No more spending. Why? Look at this Wall Street Journal piece and look what they're really looking to do right now. Do not play along with this. Keep in mind, this is a Wall Street Journal editorial board. These aren't like far right wingers. If anything, they lean left on some issues, immigration and other things. Wall Street Journal opinion today. Pelosi pitches a blue state bailout. She wants to use virus relief to aid progressive state governments. Ladies and gentlemen, it is not the job of citizens in Florida and elsewhere to bail out profligate governments. 
in these states. It is the job of our country nationally to assist them in controlling the outbreak of this Wuhan virus. There's no doubt about that. It's a national problem. We should not forfeit New York. I grew up in New York. And I get that. You know, I, I don't want to talk that. You all understand that. Mm-hmm. But using federal taxpayer receipts from states where they need the money to combat it themselves to bail out profligate spending on states that have no control of their budgets whatsoever is a big no. No, I'm sorry. Look what else she's trying to wait before we get to the screenshot. Hold on. I guess Paula was making a move. I had an interceptor. She was like, <laughs> right. She almost touched the button before we get to the screenshot from the piece. Incredible how liberals have no principles at all ever. What have liberals been telling you forever, forever? What's their tagline? Their tagline is, we got to tax the rich. We got to help the poor, the rich, the rich should pay more. I I mean, me saying this, you're almost like, why you, of course we know that about liberals Mm -hmm. because ladies and gentlemen, they don't mean any of it. It's totally unprincipled. What do I mean? Look at what Pelosi wants to pack into phase four of this porculus. Quote, Wall Street Journal. On Monday, Ms. Pelosi told the New York Times she wanted Congress to retroactively undo SALT. It's an acronym. State and local taxes. What is it? Well, SALT is, it was a 2017 tax reform where Republicans limited the state and local tax deductions to $10,000. That raised federal tax revenue, mostly from high tax parts of states like California, New York, and New Jersey, and helped pay for the rate cuts on corporate small business and individual incomes. According to the Tax Foundation, the cap raised almost $33 billion in 2018 from those earning more than $1 million per year. Wait, what? It raised money from people earning more than $1 million a year and had little impact for those earning less than $100,000? Hmm. I, let me be clear on this. I always get emails when I talk about this. Listen. To the middle-class homeowners in New York, New Jersey, and high-tax states like California, I am not suggesting it's a great idea to make you pay more in taxes. You know what SALT was, folks? Very simply, you can now only deduct $10,000 of the taxes you pay to the state and locally off your federal taxes. In some cases, it it was higher and in some cases unlimited in the past. What's happening? If you live in a super high tax state, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, California, Illinois, run by liberals who will tax the snot out of you every day, then you're probably paying even at $150,000, $200,000 salary, which is middle class in New York, ironically, because of the cost of living there. It is. Yeah, just ask New Yorkers. Live in Manhattan, you're, you're, you're barely middle class on that mm. salary these days. Your taxes are higher than $10,000. So your federal tax bill is going to go up because you can't deduct unlimited amounts anymore. Keep in mind, number one, that is the fault of your local and state governments. Not your fault. A lot of you are conservatives who didn't vote for this. But that is the fault, unquestionably, of your local and state governments who have instituted higher taxes on you and asked you to pay more at the state and local level. Period. But ladies and gentlemen, as a matter of fact, that deduction largely, largely, not in all cases, largely benefits only wealthy people in blue states. Pelosi wants that gone. Wait, 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 wait. Again, I'm not arguing salt or no salt. I'm not. We'll save that for another day and another time. I've already spoken about it at length. I'm arguing to you that liberals are using phase four to institute tax cuts for wealthy folks, which ironically, I agree with. Showing you they have no principles at all. None. You want to cut taxes? I'm all for it. Cut them at the state and local level too. I'm all for it. But Pelosi's argument that this phase four thing is all about, you know, the Corona related stuff is nonsense. This argument that she's in it to cut taxes, uh, uh, to cut taxes for the poor and hike taxes on the rich is nonsense. You may be saying, why is she flip-flopping? Because ladies and gentlemen, liberals, liberals, not the conservatives that live in these blue, in these blue states that are upset and were emailing me. Hey, I didn't vote for this crap. Don't blame me. You're right. Point taken. But to liberal phonies that live in deep blue states that voted these higher taxes in, they're the ones complaining to Pelosi when they write their campaign checks and donations. Hey, this is, an un- this is unfair, Nance. I'm a quadrillionaire in New York and I shouldn't have to pay higher taxes. You just voted for that. 
These people are total frauds. I thought it was just related to Corona. Now it's related to rich liberals and blue states paying less taxes. Again, if, 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 if you're living in the exorcist, Reagan style, and your head spinning, it should be because you're like, this doesn't make any sense. I thought Pelosi was for hiking taxes on the rich. No, no, not when her rich donors call her and tell her the opposite. Folks, this is real. This phase four will be a disaster. Wait till you see the pork they're trying to load in this one. No, I'm sorry. A big, fat, No, you want to argue the SALT deduction? Fine, I'm game. I can't stand taxes. I'm not a hypocrite. Let's do it. Not now. Not under the guise of let's do it under the Wuhan virus bill. Nope. All right, let me go to this Detroit Metro Times story too. It might be my last story of the day, but it's an important one. Ladies and gentlemen, the hysteria about Plaquenil hydroxychloroquine, a potential treatment for the symptoms and the viral progression of the Wuhan virus. The hysteria on the left, simply because Trump mentioned it, is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. I've Mm -hmm. never seen anything like it. I have never seen anything like it. We see governors, in Democrat governors, we saw, I told you about the governor of Nevada, unbelievably, who put out a, 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 this requirement that you had to be hospitalized to get the drug. This is all to, to, to combat, to, uh, to, to, to basically go to combat with Trump. This is all it's about. They just hate Trump. Now we saw the horrendous governor of Michigan, who's been an embarrassment this entire time, Gretchen Whitmer, Detroit Metro Times, in a humiliating about face, Hapless governor of Michigan, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, reverses course on coronavirus drugs and is now asking the feds for hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine by Lee DeVito, Detroit Free Times. Well, what happened there? Just like Nevada, hapless Governor Whitmer, a disgrace to her state, decided because Trump mentioned Plaquenil, that's the, the trade name for this drug. Because Trump mentioned it, Joe, we have to make sure that we do everything we can to put out some public statement that we don't approve of Trump mentioning a possible treatment. And if it keeps people from getting the drug and surviving, if they get the Wuhan virus, people be damned. Well, what happened? The Detroit Metro Times and others, there was some outcry against Governor Whitmer saying, are you serious? You're messing with us, right? You're restricting access to this drug because you don't like Donald Trump, although people may die. Keep in mind, this is an FDA-approved drug. Mm -hmm. You understand that, right? Plaquenil is FDA-approved. Yeah. It is not approved for the use of treatment of the coronavirus. Okay. But ladies and gentlemen, what's known as off-label medication use, in other words, a, a, a true a, a pharmacist, uh, excuse me, a doctor can prescribe this drug, but can prescribe it for something it's not specifically for, the drug company can't advertise it for that, is perfectly legal. I've seen estimates of 30 to 40% of drug use ouch there and prescriptions are off label. There's nothing illegal about it at all. Whitmer, because she probably wants to be the vice presidential candidate or elsewhere, decided she was just going to like restrict access to this because I'll show Trump. Well, you spoke up in Michigan and in a humiliating, embarrassing about face, the atrocious governor of Michigan had to say, ah, we changed our mind about that. Matter of fact, give us some of that. We may need that. Your voice matters, folks. Your voice matters. All right, I got some other stories for tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. I got some really good stuff. I couldn't stack it all in today. It's a really busy news day. I want to get to the battle against homeschooling, a potential treatment for this that's emerging. Um, There's just a lot of stuff. It's just been a really stacked news day. I appreciate your listenership and viewership. Our audience has been holding really steady during this crisis. Thank you very much. Please share the show. We always appreciate your shares on Reddit. The Redditors have been great to us. We really appreciate that. And please subscribe to the show on YouTube, youtube.com slash Bongino. We're only 10,000 away from 400,000 subscribers on YouTube. It is all free. Again, youtube.com 
slash Bongino. And one final shout out, ladies and gentlemen, the Army Corps of Engineers. God bless you and what you're doing. I got a call yesterday from a friend, quick story, 10 seconds or less. Friend, I can't say who it is, who was working with them and up in New York and said, makes you proud to be an American. Army Corps of Engineers setting up these hospitals, these field hospitals like that because you're professionals. And America owes you a debt of gratitude. You're the real heroes right now. Shout out, Army Corps of Engineers. We love you. Talk to you tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.